Hello and welcome to Dinosaur Man News and Reviews. Uh, slight change of programming this week as Andy is away. Uh, we had some recording issues yesterday when we were trying to put this together. So uh, I've taken it upon myself to uh, keep up the tradition of once a week. And this is your Alex only uh, episode of News and Reviews. So if... <laughs> If that, if that means that the 100% of the reason that you actually listen to this is gone, then uh, you may want to just skip over this one. Anyway, um, thank you for joining me. Um, this is strange. I've done it once before last year, and this is equally as strange as it was before. Um, no nonsense, though, because obviously we all know that Andy is the one who contributes 100% of the nonsense uh, to the podcast. So this is going to be perfect and just all of the facts, none of the chaff. Um, right, so um, I guess uh, news... <laughs> Sorry, this is really weird. Um Right, reviews first of all. Um, well, not reviews first of all. News first of all, but reviews. What have we got coming up today, Alex? Well, I'll tell you what we've got coming up today, Alex. Uh, we have reviews of Raya and the Last Dragon, which is on Disney Plus now. And um, the other thing that I saw this week, The Banishing, which is on Shudder. Um, but before that, we have to go over to news. Uh, before that... There would normally be video game news, but guess what? Andy's not here, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, so just regular news now. Cruella. Uh, so recently released Cruella. It's done very well at the box office. Uh, apparently a sequel is now in the works. Uh, I mean, surely a sequel to Cruella is 101 Dalmatians, but I guess maybe not. There's a lot of time to fill in between the two films. So, you know, the numbers for Cruella have been very good, very positive. Um, Disney Plus uh, Premier Access uh, numbers have reportedly been very good, according to insiders at Disney. Um, so it's not really a surprise. Uh, it's been very well reviewed by the people who've seen it, and you know the audience seems to like it. Um, I may well catch it at some point in the, f- in the next coming weeks. Uh, but you know, that's you know, this is the way of the world. You're going to have uh, live-action versions of all of these things, and, you know, if something makes money and if something does well for you, then why not make a second one? Um, right, uh, what else have we got? Rob Zombie. Mm. So Rob Zombie is uh, finally directing the Monsters movie that he's been chasing for 20 years. Uh, so this is being produced through um, Universal's straight-to-DVD division, basically. Um uh, that's not a uh, that's not a slam on him. That's just the facts. Um, it's uh, the the particular wing it's being developed under is a um, is a wing that works on sort of home release stuff. So you would imagine this is going to go straight to streaming. Um, interesting choice, I guess. I mean, you know, he's someone who's got a huge love of the um, source material, so that's probably a good thing. But at the same time, it's going to be very hard to make some kind of incest storyline uh, surrounding the monsters. But hey, if anyone's going to do it, Rob Zombie's your guy. 
Jonathan Majors, uh, who we like a lot, uh, was in The Five Bloods last year. Was also in that uh, boxing movie that I saw. Hmm. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Boxing movie. What was it called? <laughs> Jungle Land. There we go. This is why Andy should be here. He needs to fill these gaps. Uh, Jonathan Majors will be the new opponent in Creed 3. Um, so this is the forthcoming Creed 3. Uh, I think it was due for release 2022 still. Um, which is going to mark Michael B. Jordan's uh, directorial debut. So that's, I mean... You know, early discussions still apparently with John Jonathan Majors to play the uh, villain, or the not villain, but you know, adversary, I suppose. Um, Aquaman two, um, Andy loved Aquaman the first. I, you know, I have grown to appreciate it since watching uh, since watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. So Aquaman has got a new title, which is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, uh, according to. A Instagram post posted by James One, who has a production meeting thing on his laptop, and it says Aquaman and the Last, uh, the Lost Kingdom. So that I believe is scheduled for twenty twenty three, maybe. Um, we will see. Uh, the other things that we didn't do were trailer of oh there was a trailer for reminiscence which i haven't seen so andy was going to pick up the slack on that he can do that when he comes back um and sadly they've announced that they're doing a craven the hunter solo movie and they've also announced the casting is incorrect because they've cast aaron taylor johnson due to his work on bullet train uh this is very sad because obviously we all know tim allen was the perfect casting for that um, this is being produced by Avi Arad. I can't. I didn't see any involvement from the articles I was reading from Amy Pascal, which is slightly strange. But I don't know what they're planning on doing with this character. You'd imagine that he's going to feed into the whatever they're going to call it, the extended Spider Verse. Um, look, I, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't know. This character has been problematic in the past, and I'm sure they'll try and sort of dodge around some of the more problematic elements of his character. We will see. We will see. Um, And then there was one other final thing that I was going to talk about that I absolutely have blanked on now, so I'm going to presume that it's not important. Anyway, well, not only have we got two reviews of movies this week for you, we also have um, a couple of... Well, we have... No, we have one new segment, I guess, because Disney Plus, their new Marvel series has started this week. So it's time for the rolling out of another theme tune slash jingle. Uh, Loki Lowdown. I'm sure I will commit more to that next week. Um, this is strange. No one likes this. Uh so Loki is the new Disney Plus series. Uh, I think it's six episodes. Uh, we've had the first, uh, and will be released weekly. I think on Wednesdays. Um, so starring Tom Hiddleston as Loki, reprising his role, sort of picking up from the events of uh, Avengers Endgame, which sort of means that it's a 2012 Loki, from what I remember, 2013 Loki, maybe. Um, so. It's sort of 
takes the character and removes a lot of the stuff that then happens to him in the future installments of the MCU and just plonks him out of that into this sort of time travel thing where he is apprehended by the uh, TVA, who are sort of the police of time, um, who have basically said to him, hey, you're out of place here. This isn't supposed to happen. Why are you now here? You know, plead your case and all this. Um, Interesting. Uh, Well, it is and it isn't, I think. I think in terms of the action, in terms of the actual story, it feels very placeholder Marvel to me. Uh, I'm sure Andy will wholeheartedly disagree with me. Um, it feels quite placeholdery Marvel. It feels like there's not particularly all that much to it. But then again, it's the first episode, I'm sure. You know, it. Uh, the problem is, it probably feels the most Marvel of all the things that I'd seen of these series. And I, I'm fine without that. What I would say is the um, the production design, and I'm presuming they aren't doing this on the sort of Mandalorian everything's fake stage. But even so, the um, the production design and the score are great. I, I really like them, um, and sort of it gives off a sort of it does a really good job of giving off a very 1970s sci-fi movie vibe. Um, which I, you know, I really like that about it. Um, so I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's without any merit because I think those those aspects are really good. Um, Natalie Holt has done the music for it, um, and the production design was done by Kazra Farahani. Um, I think, yeah, just really, really good on those counts. Um, the uh, the other thing I'd say is, you know, it's kind of interesting because. You've got Owen Wilson as sort of the agent who is responsible for, you know, talking to Loki and trying to put him to use for the time, uh, for the time cops, for want of a better word. And I quite like the fact that Owen Wilson kind of feels like he doesn't fit into Marvel, and yet here he is in a Marvel thing. And that's good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm fundamentally not interested in this. I probably won't go back for another episode because, you know, score and um, production design aside, I don't think there's anything in this for me. But I'm sure Andy will be watching it and he'll give us a low-key lowdown uh, every week going forward. Now, reviews. Um, We've got reviews of, uh, what did I say we had? The Banishing, first of all. Uh, So The Banishing is uh, on Shudder at the moment. Uh, I believe it was picked up as a Shudder original, from what I can tell. Um, So this is directed by Christopher Smith and tells the story of a young vicar who moves with his family into a a haunted manor house, essentially, um, with with his young family. And sort of spooky goings on are related to it and things start going bump in the night i mean the problem with it is is that christopher smith's a director who's i think he's made some good work in the past and i think creep is a good movie um and what am i thinking of triangle is also a very good 
I, you know, I think there's a lot more going on in those films than there is here. So the shame of it is that it kind of just feels like it's very surface level and it's very, oh, well, you know, this this family are terrorized by, or this woman is terrorized by these sort of ghosts of the past and all this. And it all feels a bit sort of, it feels very, for for want of a better word, it feels quite basic in terms of the way it's put together and the way that they've structured it. And I think there's, I don't know, maybe there's a more interesting story to tell. It's not a very, I don't think it's an interesting psychological horror movie or anything like that. I think it's, it's fairly by the numbers and I found it really quite bland and, and uninteresting in that regard. It's a shame because he is someone who is capable of good work. You know, Severance is a good movie. Triangle's a good movie. And I think there's there's a lot to like about Creep as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame because I think there's probably... I, I imagine there's probably a better... There's, a, there's probably a better version of this movie, but I, I feel like if you've seen a Haunted House movie before, you've kind of seen this movie before. It doesn't do anything groundbreaking. It doesn't do anything particularly new or exciting. And as a result, you just end up kind of feeling a bit, I don't know, um, flat with it. Uh, would not recommend, but it is on um, Shudder. Yes, sorry. I completely forgot where the where it was again. Uh, it's on Shudder. So if you are a Christopher Smith completist, then, you know, by all means you can go and find it there but uh, I you know I wouldn't be rushing out to do so um and then finally this week um so it's just released on Disney plus without um payment um but it was on there from I think it was February onwards as premier access and then has been available to rent and simultaneously is, is currently available in cinemas as well Raya and the last dragon so this is from the Disney animation wing um so tells the story of a sort of realm of the world known as Commandra, where hundreds of years ago, um, the humans who inhabited it lived in, um, sort of lived in harmony with dragons, and the dragons then fought to um, to save them from a sort of otherworldly threat or something called the Droon. Um, uh, the dragons sacrificed themselves. And then Raya, our sort of protagonist here, she is now on a mission to try and recover um, fragments of a gem, of a sort of gemstone that were that was broken years ago, in order to try and revive the last dragon and unite the kingdoms once again. Um. I think there's a lot to like about this movie. I think, you know, I think it it tells a good story. I think it's it's done really well. I think uh the performances are really fun and you know, ended up laughing a lot more at it than I th- not at it, but you know, with it than I thought I would. Um yeah, I mean it's it's kind of refreshing just to see a story that doesn't just feel like I mean, you know, there's a few hallmarks of sort of traditional Disney stories in that, you know, this young girl is related somehow to the bloodline of the ruler of a kingdom. And, you know, so you could say it technically falls under the sort of Disney princess thing. But I feel like there's a lot more in terms of just it trying to 
build up these characters as really interesting individuals or you know very defined individuals on their own right um and yeah i mean i, th- I think it's a good-hearted film i think it it gets the job done and i think the performances are you know really good and you know you you the thing is with disney you know that you're going to get a high standard of animation regardless and you know sure enough here you are watching it and you're going wow this really is you know quite incredible the stuff they're doing um so yeah i i i would recommend it is available on disney plus now uh, for no additional charge so i mean i can see this being a big hit with the kids um it's it's certainly done well enough for itself even even though it's been available um digitally as well uh i know it's had a good run in the cinemas as well so that sort of shows that you know there, there's something to it in terms of you know there, there are people who are interested in going to see it and i i fully believe that that's also to do with the fact that people want to go back to the cinemas and this is something that is you know family fair and will will appeal to a family you know of all ages so yeah i think you know i would recommend it is yeah it's available on disney plus so you know you don't even have to leave the house for it now but you know if you feel happy to go to the cinema you feel comfortable doing so then by all means do so um yeah well that's it for this week i think um look i know it's been a weird one but we just kind of wanted to make sure that we were still putting something out this week um it always feels a bit odd if we just skip a week completely. So, as always, you can find us on Facebook and iTunes. Uh, you can tweet at us at Dinosaur Man Fifteen. Everyone else, we're just Dinosaur Man or Dinosaur Man Podcast. Um, Johnny needs the theme th- theme song. This time it was very good. All that uh, made it sound like a space thing from the nineteen seventies. Like I said earlier, uh, Andy hasn't been the host this week, but you know what? He'll. I'm going to say it. He's the host in spirit. And if you're listening, Andy, we miss you. We'll get you back next week. He's got an episode that he's going to have to do for us next week that is all him. So, you know, fair is fair, is what I would say. Uh, Then back to news and reviews the week after that, and that will be both of us in the same room all being well. Um, Yeah, uh, as always, yeah, that's it. I don't really have a sign-off. It's difficult to do a sign-off, so I'm just going to say it now. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye.